It's 10.37 p.m. on Monday <laughs> night, April 24th. Uh, and there are plenty of movies that I haven't seen. Um, man, could you imagine if Baby's mom never got shot? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That would have been a totally this- different movie. <laughs> <laughs> That's the intro. <laughs> What's up, everybody? My name is Anthony Irvin. You beat yourself? Yeah. Yeah, see me myself. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> oh. I'm Jim Green. Don't even leave that hit of traffic light. <laughs> okay, good. Welcome to One Set. Why don't you like, uh, I'm like, here we go. <laughs> here we go. Bam, 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 bam. Waste of the wind. <laughs> um, for our LTG fans out there, right? I'm talking over here. Uh, just trying to situate everything. Wow. Um, uh, rock, paper, scissors for who gets to go first. Ready? On air, live. Ready? Wait, is it best of three, five, or just best first first one? Best of three. All right. One, two, three, go. <laughs> one, one, two, two three, three. Eh. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is a little difficult virtually. We're doing yes. our best. Uh, we are both tied at zip and zip, right? Um, wow. Brooklyn Nets wish they had our luck, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go again. Ready? All right. One, two, three. All right. You got me uh, at one. And... Uh, just to save time, let's just say you won and you get to go first. I know we said best of three, but okay. I think the there's is there a lag on your end? There's always a little bit of a lag between us virtually. Yeah, one more in person. <laughs> so. I'm not sure if this will be aired or not, but I was thinking today on something that we were talking about last week, kind of um, we were talking about a lot about movies last week and Jim in our personal chat, we started talking about something and we're like, that's gotta be next week's topic. So if you, if, if you remember it, we were talking about alternative endings to Disney movies. I'm in. I mean, I'll I'll do it on the fly right now. And yeah. So we had a couple good ones, but we'd have to scroll back up almost a week into our chat, but I think I'm pretty sure you could remember some of the ones that you I know there was one that I did. Uh but yeah, the 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 concept of it was not necessarily alternative endings, but like if it was rewritten how that movie could have ended. I thought it'd be a fun little 
way to start. I just had so many ideas in my mind right now. I was just like, uh, (laughs) we we might, I mean, it's, it's 1037 PM on Monday night, (laughs) April 24th. Uh, and there are plenty of movies that I haven't seen. Um, man, could you imagine if baby's mom never got shot? (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. That'd have been a totally different movie. (laughs) (laughs) That's the intro. (laughs) Yeah. Oh man, this is this is going to be a fun one. I am excited for this one. Um, wow. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> your past week, because we've been talking less, which it's almost like save for, uh, save for the po- save for the pod, uh, right? Save for the <laughs> save for the pod, right? <laughs> um, the pod. Um, that was hot. Do it again. Never mind. Just leave it right there. <laughs> I'd like to introduce you to my kids now. <laughs> Hi, I'm Dad. <laughs> Hi, I'm Dad. <laughs> <laughs> wow for all the the people listening to this on like their sub things in their cars have probably just like shaken the bass out of their cars with that sound <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, for everyone like stupid <laughs> stupid <laughs> um i f- <laughs> i feel like um we definitely cater this more to the visual audience. So I think that one thing is we can get better at making this more audibly better for people that can just hear us, especially our international fans, which we have. And it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just shout out and thank you uh, for tuning in. Uh, we're just here Absolutely. straight up having a good time together. Right. Um, yeah, so man. back to what we were saying your last week, three to one go. Wow, uh, it was definitely a busy week at work, uh, to say the least. And then, I uh, weekend wise, really wasn't too much. I uh, you know celebrated my mother in law's birthday, uh, which is this coming Wednesday. When this comes out, it'll be two days removed. Um, <clears throat> but we celebrated early this past Sunday, which would have been yesterday. We're recording this. Shout um, out, uh, name removed. But uh, happy birthday. Uh, all the love to you. Uh, I've known uh, your mother-in-law for, jeez, 17 years now, I think, um, at least, is how long you and the wifey have been together. Um, mm-hmm. So happiest of birthdays to... Yes, happy birthday. Your mother-in-law. Thank you. Yes, happy birthday to her. Yeah, we uh, did a little, you know... Uh, family gathering, uh, nothing too big, nothing too small, just, you know, <clears throat> media family, food, drinks, kids running around having a good time. So it's all good. 
Yeah. How about your yes. weekend? What what uh, did you have uh, more competitions this weekend? Or I had that benefit this past weekend, right? That's right. How'd that go? Um, so it is a fantastic benefit, um, and it is super inspiring. Um, and we'll probably talk in more detail about this off air because I don't want to expose anything uh yeah. with without permission um but it is an <clears throat> autism it, it is an autism awareness benefit um that my awareness. one boss um has been doing for years and years now and he's read he he read he's raised <clears throat> over two hundred thousand dollars for <clears throat> autism uh I, I think it's Delaware Autism Delaware, I think, is the foundation. Um, and it, he brings, he invites anyone from all of the studios in the local area. And I mean, I say local, anyone can do it. But um, it's basically like, hey, this is a charity event and it's for everyone to see each other in a, non-competitive way um Mm -hmm. i say that with the quotes because it's kind of like the people the people the businesses and i can say this now that i'm not a studio director and uh cancel culture will get me for this again sorry (laughs) um but the good studios are going to put their best work on stage and allow the audience to say yeah this is why we're that good and this is why you should come here (laughs) um but right i mean first and foremost it's almost like recruiting in a way oh yeah it's it's a bit i mean i um you know attended and helped out where i could because it was a charity event i said here are my hands. Wolf Farrell. Ricky, put your hands down. <laughs> I don't know what to do with my hands. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Uh, just stop it. Just stop it. <laughs> um, keep messing up. Keep messing up. Um, but no. Uh, <laughs> trying to stay serious for two moments. Um, it was a charity event. And the routines on stage were fantastic. The people that participated, all the love to to them, uh, and all the thanks for contributing. Obviously, uh, in my mind, I'm thinking about um, building a project for that benefit now, like a year ahead of time. Um, my gears are cranking, and I'm like, how can we change the game and make this? Really, really different. Uh, and we'll talk about that mm-hmm. off air too, right? Um, cool, cool. So I worked that, and there were certain things that were not pleasant because you had to navigate unpleasant things, unfortunately. And that's the way theater works. Is like uh, I was positioned as the usher, you know, because I'm so caught up, right? Um, caught up. <laughs> Got me feeling it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, y'all. 
Yeah, where's Ellie Knight out? Um, <clears throat> any rate, I was just helping people find their seats. I was like, I'm watching people walk into the theater, looking at their phone, like, uh, <laughs> let me be polite for a second. Their faces didn't look like that. I was just exaggerating. <laughs> um, they were just looking around, <laughs> discombobulated, and my job was, excuse me, can I help you find your seat? And it was mm-hmm. great 98% of the time. The other 2% was when the same seat was sold to two separate people. And I was just like, lovely. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, I got to see a I lot of times. Yeah. I got to see a lot of my former students from my studio who transitioned to other studios perform on stage this past weekend. That was probably one of my favorite parts. Um, and then I actually, choreographed for the production piece that performed um which we'll talk about later or off air um mm-hmm. and it was just really cool to see that come to life because it was a 25 minute routine <laughs> so wow um, to to be a part of that um was really cool uh and even though I nice. only I only sprinkled a little over here and a little over there. Um, like I said, to be a part and contribute, uh, I was very grateful for, for sure. Yeah. At least to say you had your part and put, you had your stamp on something like that is definitely humbling. Absolutely. That's awesome, man. Wow. That was the weekend. (coughs) That uh, went down the wrong pipe. I was gonna say that water a little strong for you, buddy. <laughs> Holy crap! What's the percent of alcohol in this? The ABV is shut your whoopsies up. <laughs> whoopsie! Why? That's Woo. amazing. <laughs> Shout out Mrs. Dalfire. <laughs> right. <laughs> but no, uh in in seriousness, that that seems like a really cool benefit. I I, I didn't get to talk to you much about uh the benefit cuz I mean we had a busy weekend. We didn't really get to talk much over the last couple of days, but um yeah, it seems like something that would be really cool to be a part of and to know that you like put your stamp on something within that uh, benefit seems really uh, cool to be, uh, you know, a part of. Yeah, I um, haven't been involved in like a lot of charity work. Uh, so when I do have those opportunities and our, our previous studio, we we did dance for it was called Dance for a Cure, which was like a big benefit. And we've done things. Um, but every time that anyone can be involved and help raise awareness in any front, um, it's a big deal, right? Um, and I'm learning that obviously, uh, my 
my fingers folded. Sorry. Um, <laughs> yeah. Anytime that we can be involved and help raise awareness, especially it's like, yeah, come on. Yeah. Get involved. Do your part. Right. Um, it's pretty great. And again, there's a lot more that I would love to talk to you about um, just off air when we're not recording. Um, because like I said, I don't want to call specific people out or anything. Um, yeah. <clears throat> Let's talk about this real quick. Because, uh, you know, just talking about this gave me like an idea of like forward and future thinking. Sure. It would be cool for us to kind of like... Uh, put on like an event or some type of like charity or event or something like that, that has to deal with something with dance and music combined, either like musical performances, dance performances, something of like around that is because you and me are very positive people. And we, we love like giving back to community esque things. So it would be cool if we can either, link up with a charity or an event of that we think that would be you know within our thought process or we start like an event or like have an event and the podcast sponsors it so and then we have something I, I, go on like a like like a year thing i love this I, honestly because i have i have two people in mind immediately that would jump onto this um, and it's because school funding is trying to cut the costs for the arts education, right? Um, mm-hmm. Which you and I being, you're a musician, me yes. as a dancer, um, that is definitely the avenue I think that we need to drive to, right? Um, so I think that would be cool because like, yeah, cause that's something that's like the arts is basically – music and dance so that's definitely a good start where like you know school wise you know because like i've heard a lot about like you know cutting the cost on that area and i i always felt that that's something that should not be cut in a lot of schools because it gives people another way to express themselves because not everybody is book smart not everybody is like you know, right off the bat, good in class, or like they don't have that thing right away. But then, like me, I wasn't the best, like, in class student. But when I was in like laboratories and stuff like that, that's where I excel because I'm I was always more of a visual learner. Mm. So I feel with like music and dance, you have that visual intake. You have another way to express creativity, and if you take that half away from you know the younger generation they're gonna feel like if that if they're not good at you know being in the class if they're not accelerating the class then what are they gonna do you know and and this is this is the thing with the generation because we're glued to this right our phones right 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 it's like everything that they're learning is on the internet it's right here and it's like, oh yeah, for for you, <clears throat> who has a master degree in science, um, you're basically saying I'm a tactile kinesthetic learner, which means I'm hands on. Once I once I'm in the lab and I'm doing it myself, that's where I learn, right? Um, right. And there's so much we can talk about with that. Um, 
I, I, I love this idea so much. And uh, thank you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Obviously I think this is cool. Me working the benefit is inspiring me to be like, what can I do? Remember? Right. Like, <laughs> what can I do? What can I do? <laughs> Come on. Like, I've, I've always <laughs> been thinking, I've, and I've told Jen this, like, weeks ago or months, like, I've always wanted to put on, like, an open mic in my, in Brookhaven. But, one, there's not any place in Brookhaven you can put something on inside. Like, the only place you could probably do it is the municipal, municipal building. Center. The municipal building. Yeah. But, I mean, not that this is like a, a downfall of it, but you really can't serve alcohol in the municipal building unless it, you get some type of like. It's it's an attraction, ladies and gentlemen. Hate to say it, but yeah. it's true. It's damn true. <laughs> it, it is damn true. So not that that would be the only cause of not doing it there, but, you know. You got to have something that's going to make, you know, people look forward to it. Because if you just say it's just music, you're not going to get you'll get a couple people out for the first little bit, but then it's just going to start to tear. So you need to have, you know, the event plus the food, plus the drinks, plus the entertainment. You got to have the three in there. Think about WrestleMania. It it can't be here's your main event. You're coming for just that. They're building an attraction, which means. Right. Why do I want to spend my weekend there? Because I want to see this, that, and the other, right? Uh, so everything. I, everything. So your mind is in the right place with that. Um, and we'll talk about that again off air. Um, and yeah. building that, I would love to help with that 100%. Um, and maybe. Yeah, I think this event thing would be a nice thing to like look forward to in like the future, like getting something like off the ground and like having the podcast being something of like a sponsor towards it, not just because of like getting like the, the podcast as like, you know, putting the ears out for it. But like, you know, since it would be you and me, we can have the podcast as the platform to be like, you know, this is an event sponsored by the one and set podcast, blah, 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 blah. And I, I like the idea of, you know, giving back to the school districts of like, you know, promoting the fact to try to keep, the arts in the schools and like so then we keep it you know we keep that going in the young younger generation because we feel that this is something important to us and we feel it's just as important to the younger generation and maybe we can have like the open mic of like you know of you know i guess it would be kind of hard to do an open mic with dancing but i mean you could do it you could you know have small routines like every um, couple I, minutes. I, I've got to figure it out. Like we'll talk yeah, about it. I'm, I'm sure I've you've already got, got yeah. I'm sure you've already got a lot of things sparked. Yeah. And and, and yeah, it's not it's cool. not about me specifically. It's about community and bringing other kids yeah. into this. And not kids. Uh anyone of any age. Hey. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Chamon. Definitely like um, any age. Come which on. is funny because Chamon. <laughs> so we're talking about um not letting um, the arts program get their funds cut. And we're, yeah. this is, this is so cool, man. Uh, and I, I have two people immediately in mind and probably another seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12 people that would jump on to this. Uh, this is awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, seriously. Uh, thank you for 
sharing my thoughts on this. And uh, yeah. by the way, uh, for those of you just tuning in and who missed the last like 60 plus episodes, we met in math class. So <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Do the math on that. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Uh put two and three together and it equals seven, right? Um That's right. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Um all right, all right. <laughs> and, uh prior to the weekend, anything last week fun? Uh because I have a couple stories. They're the same story, but Go ahead. I mean, that was pretty much the highlight of the weekend was, uh, you know, just having the uh, little family party for my my mother-in-law. Other than that, I mean, it was kind of just low-key. We we had a big rainstorm Saturday night, and we just took – I think we took little guy out. Oh, we took him to the creek on uh, Saturday. So, uh, you know, he he just, you know, had him in the stroller. He (laughs) – Saturday, eh? Uh, so he, we had him in the stroller. He slept all the way up, and then on the way back, he was awake. And uh, you know, he got to experience like being like at the creek for the first time. No fishing at all, but like kind of just getting him like acquainted to being like, oh, here's a creek. Here's where the fish are. Blah blah blah. So, uh, and because like I said, he is like all about animals. So I think when I eventually get him on there to go fishing, he's going to love it. So it, that was a cool little thing to kind of get him, uh, you know, acclimated, acclimated to. to just being able to yeah. be like acclimated to just be like near the water. And, you know, so it's cool. So other than that, I mean, you know, it, it was a, you know, busy yet relaxing weekend. I think the last couple have been, you know jumping from here to here like because the holidays never the you know easter holiday and all that we were you know traveling and everything so first weekend we were able to kind of just like you know stick around the area and kind of just not really do too much too many crazy things nice for sure um how about on your end i just feel like last week was like like it literally flew by me, like by the seam of my pants. And same part, same. The crazy part about it was opportunity fell into my hands. Uh, hey, um, we're and my one studio director was like, "Hey, this studio that um our one teacher teaches at needs a hip hop teacher like right now," which is. I want to say weird, but at the same time, it's not unheard of. And they're like, we need to get rid of this teacher now. Bring someone else in new to attract and say, hey, we found someone else. Um, so I picked up that opportunity, that thing that happened. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, I'm delighted for the challenge, honestly. Uh, and I'm delighted to work with a new set of kids and dancers aspiring um you know uh when it's the part of the job is navigating the behavior and saying hey right you're talking too much and we don't want to do that but uh anyone that's a parent you do that 24 7 hey don't be an whoopsie 
be great. <laughs> come here, come here, come here, come here, come here. No, 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 don't, no, no, no. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, you've been there. Uh, that was my weekend, once- like, all weekend. <laughs> well, and your son is two and a half, almost the three years old. Twos. Yeah, the testy and twos. They say the testies. The- <laughs> um, but he's getting along well with um his cousin, right? Uh, uh based off the pictures Absolutely. that I'm seeing, like they love each other, oh, yeah. and and that to me oh, is yeah. so clutch. Um, that's one of my favorite things. Oh, I'm yeah. like, oh, I'm glad that they're not like they. I I can. F- I can see the love between them and they don't even have to try. They don't even have to be like pressured into it. They just. Yeah. Yeah, Like they're at the point where they are that much more closer that now, like when they're apart, they're asking for each other. And when they're like, when they're together, then like, Oh, Hey, Hey doing all right, let's go play around and just run around and everything. So it's, it's cool to see like how their friendship has like, evolved like formed yeah. over the last yeah evolved and formed over the last like year and a half of them just you know because the first like year they didn't really do too much together because you know anthony had to catch up to chris a little bit well and, language uh, barrier yeah because the right, communication right. wasn't a thing yeah yeah and that's the biggest thing too yeah especially right now because anthony's speech he's he still has the baby talk but he's like over the last like month he's just starting to get better with like communicating with you like you can actually have almost a legit conversation with him now and his like he's you can understand him a little bit better every once in a while he'll get like a couple things you're like oh, what did you say like or you're like yeah okay but then like there's times where like okay i understand what he's saying blah blah, blah. And now chris little chris is you know able to kind of communicate with him a little bit better too because he would just come up to me and be like what's he saying i'm like i don't know but just go on go along with it. <laughs> <laughs> i'm just smiling thinking about this in my head uh i'm not laughing at anything other than no no i know what you mean yeah um and they're too young to read to be able to see stuff and like reciprocate it. They're not there yet because uh little Anthony is two and a half. I think little Chris is four and a half. So he right? is going to be he's gonna be four uh next month. Actually, we're having his birthday this coming Sunday, but I mean it'll and be next week, but we're having it early. That's so, why you said you weren't free Sunday. Got it. Okay. Cool. Yes. Uh, yeah. Got it. So there you go. Yeah. Cool. So happy birthday, uh, little man. Uh, dude, you happy don't even birthday, little man. You don't even know what the one set uh, pod, the two of us are going to be bringing to you in the next five, ten, fifteen years. It's going to be crazy, right? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> we're going to look back on this and be oh, like yeah. the these jokesters over here, and then we're going to be like. Yeah, no, we had these ideas and we put them into, um, as Uncle Anthony would say, fruitation. But the real word is fruition. Fruitation. Uh, <laughs> um, That's my uh, lingo. That is his lingo. And hey, he's got the college degree. I don't. So take it where you can get it. Right. Um. Dude, <laughs> I spent all those years to say the wrong word. 
<laughs> I was a success at being a failure for 75 years. Over 75 <laughs> years. <laughs> Dude. <That. laughs> I think yeah, he, he's pretty I, much my spirit animal. I, I, and I might be 100% biased. I think you and I have the clout over that variety show because one, you had that skit planned, done, set, and you were like, I'm doing it. Um, and I was I like, I still remember the day that I was watching that because I knew I've watched it a million times before, but the day that I saw it that, that time, and I'm like, I'm doing that for the variety show. There's no ifs, ands, or buts. So, and then I picked up the guitar. I spent a couple hours just watching it, trying to get the tuning because I didn't. It was in an alternative tuning, so I had to find the. It's a, it was in a slide type tuning. I forget. It might have been in like a drop G type of like slide tuning. I forget. I, uh, but yeah. So I t- it took me a little while to get the sliding tune in there and then all i had to do is just get the the words and and all the phrases and the manner i got it down to like all the mannerisms and the whole like joint necks and all like the little mannerisms that he was doing too like like i said there was only one part in the skit i could not do because i probably would have got expelled for it but i had to cut that part out but everything else was pretty clean in november of 2004 you might have been okay but 19 years later, probably not. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, so let's do a once to exclusive. I don't think I ever told you this. So here we go. I'm, I'm, here we go. I'm sitting there in the audience. Um, audience. As a 17-year-old child watching Anthony on stage do When Cry Mary because you had a second solo yeah. and I had um, I can't assume their genders anymore. It's fine. I had these students sitting in front of me that turned around go. and were like, and this was uh, to uh, qualify or give them a little bit of reason. You had the Calhoun tubs bit like right off the bat. You, you had it and it was done. And you were like, I'm uh-huh. doing this. So when Christ Mary, as you're like, yeah, I want to do this and I'm playing it. Was like halfway through because uh, we started rehearsals hmm, third week of September, like two, three weeks into the school year. Right. Yeah, it was definitely a couple months. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, um, I heard this person turn and say, and she looked at me and she knew dead ass. I was like, you're not only friend, but like best friend. She was just like, how does this guy get two solo routines? And I was just like, well, if you want two solo routines, what the Whoopsie. fuck are you doing? <laughs> get up there and do it. You know, literally put yourself. I, I wasn't there. even. Yeah, because I wasn't even expecting to do the Hendrix routine either. Uh, The Calhoun Tubbs thing came before Hendrix because to give people a background, because I mean, I think we said this on past episodes. uh, I think I was in 
ninth, I think it was ninth grade when we were freshman year. In our freshman year, we had a talent expo. And um, yeah, it must have been ninth grade because this is when I, you know, I wasn't in the band yet. Uh, we had a talent expo and I'm like, all right, I'm going to uh, do something here. And I, I went up and did uh, the Wind Cries Mary, Jimi Hendrix mm-hmm. song. And I was not expecting to win anything. I just wanted to go up there and play because like, like you had your moment of like, you know, Hey, this is me. I want to prove people to like, say like, Hey, I'm a musician. I want to be taken serious. I felt that was my way to show people. Hey, yeah, sure. Yes. That was my thing to say. Hey, I'm a, I'm a guitarist. I want you guys to know that. And not to be putting it in to say I'm the best guitarist here because we had a lot of great guitarists in our in our uh, class and a lot of people in that school at the time. We had a lot of great guitar players, um, but I wanted to be definitely taken serious as a as a guitar player. So I felt, you know. I just thought like that was the first time I've ever been on stage by myself with a guitar, with a mic. So and I wasn't even thinking of it at that point. Uh, so later that night they're doing the announcements for who's winning. I ended up winning first place. I had no clue. I was so shocked. And, you know, that kind of led me into getting into the band that I was in original sins and, you know, just started my whole music career. Cause I felt if I could do that, I can do a lot more. Uh, so, Hey, and then the senior thing came, no, no go ahead. N- not to cut you off, but uh, the quotations you threw up, you could do without them because <laughs> you saying my music career, quote unquote, um, you have a music career and don't downplay that as much as it's like, hey, this only pays me it. a little bit here and there as an artist. Um, it's really important that we and per the episode and the things that we're talking about and Hey, I make my living off of what I love to do as an artist. <laughs> um, so uh, when you say my music career, um, I hate that you felt compelled to do that. Um, so stop it. Um, well, thank I, I know, you. I appreciate I, it, brother. Uh, literally. Um, I know that it is your not... I don't even want to call it a side gig because um, you are so passionate about it. You talk to me day in and day out while you're at your comfortable job that pays your bills kind of thing. Um, Mm -hmm. So I hate to see you do this. And that's the only reason why I'm calling you on it. Because I used to say like side gig or side hobby but i think over the last year or so like i have been kind of almost saying it almost like as a second job because i've been taking it that much more serious and putting my work out there and you know when i'm getting a a lot more it almost does feel like a job but obviously it's it's the funner job so i don't take it as like you know out of the air quotes of a job but like you know i the best part is you can kind of navigate how invested you are time-wise. Uh, yes. And, and, time, and by time-wise, I mean your investment into it. It's like, hey, I can go pick up this gig right here and then not do that for 
six months, three months minimum. Um, right. Or it's like, hey, I can book gigs, boom, 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 and say, mm-hmm. hey, summer's coming up and we want to do fun things. So I want that miscellaneous stuff because my regular job is just navigating my regular day-to-day, week-to-week, month-to-month expenses, right? Um, right. And and right. that is that is the beauty of what we do <clears throat> in, in the art industry. And I think um, we're going to talk about that more um, off air and when we start driving into um, what we were talking about earlier, where it's like, hey. Absolutely. Um, get that... <clears throat> Get that comfortable situation where you feel like, okay, but don't make that be your life for decades on end. Follow mm-hmm. your follow your passion. And this is why you and I are friends because we trust each other in that front and in that realm 100%. And that's why it's like 100%. Let's let's do this. I I'm so excited. I'm like so excited for this. Um, you were going to say yeah. before we get into the next part I wanted to just touch on the fact that you know doing the Hendrix thing again at the uh, senior variety show uh, you know I was thinking on the fact that well I did the Calhoun Tubbs thing and then also at the same time had that serious thing Uh, because I mean I had my fun part I had, and then I figured, you know, and I'm glad. I think that they did it well with. I had the Calhoun Tubbs thing in one act, and then the Hendrix thing in the second act. So it was able to, you know, I I wasn't crushing it in all one act, and I was it was spaced out perfectly. I felt they did that perfectly. Yeah. So I was able to have both different mindsets, and I felt people really digged what I was doing. Now, when I first did the Calhoun Tubbs thing, I remember being up on stage and it definitely bombed the first time because nobody really knew what it was. <laughs> but I think I heard maybe one or two people. And I think uh, I won't say her name, but I'll say off air. Uh, um, she came out to me after and I totally said, like, yeah, that was funny as hell. And then I think after I kept on doing it week after week and getting my, you know, muscle memory with it down a lot of people started catching on to it you know so it it was cool to kind of you know again validation and then getting people that you would never necessarily always talk to to come up and then come up to me saying like that was funny yeah that was really great so it was good for me and my confidence to keep on doing it well it's a matter of appreciation and people knowing and being familiar with what it is right um so for you to do a skit that resembled a thing that's already been done. If people don't know the reference, they're going to sit there and be like, what the fuck is this? Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> um, which I totally understand. And I love that you are able to present yourself in a way that's like, this is my comedic side, but also this is who I am from an artist perspective, like from a serious side, this is my passion, what I love to do. So the fact that you were able to do those two, I had the one solo and I was like, this is who I am top to bottom. Mm -hmm. And I was happy with it. 
um, I wanted to be in a couple of skits and I got kicked out of them because they were just like, eh, so-and-so was like, you need to trim down and you're out. And I was like, wow, make me feel less popular. That's fine. Also, I, have, I have this one routine and I'm going to go do that. No problem. Mm-hmm. And right. You know, um, we talk about validation a lot, especially with what we're passionate about. It's like, Hey, do we feel good enough at what we do? Um, number one, um, never ever feel like you're not the best dad because I'm watching it in the background. And I'm like, my best friend, Anthony is the dad that I always hope to be. If I ever have kids, seriously. Um, first and foremost, um, thank you. <laughs> I'm sorry. That got so sentimental up front. Uh, Sweet, sweet. I, I'm getting better every day. I'm I'm learning every day. <laughs> well, and that's the thing. Um, you never stop learning. You just no. adjust along the way, right? That's so important. Um, and and that was kind of my thing where I got picked on all through middle school and ninth, tenth, eleventh grade with the dancing thing. It's like, oh, you dance kind of dancing you do. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then I did the variety <laughs> show and then all of a sudden people were like, oh, we never knew you did it like that. I was like, like that. Yeah, sorry. Instagram, social media, it wasn't a thing back then so I couldn't like promote like, this is how I dance and this is why um, I love for the younger generation of male dancers or whatever gender that you decide to affiliate with can dance and promote yourself and say, Hey, we do this and people appreciate them and say, wow, you are so talented. That was not a thing for me. And that's one of the things that like, I wish I could talk about more a lot, but um, yeah. Hey, your story is unique to you. My story is unique to me. And, um, let's zero this back to, um, you know, these people saying, Oh, I'm so over hearing this Calhoun tub skit. And I'm like, you know what? Yeah. I wish I had the gonads to say, you can go to the bathroom if you don't want to hear it. Like, dismiss yourself. He has been or pro- one try to do another try to go up there and do a better skit. <laughs> and like, I'll say this person off air because I am sure, not going to. I don't know. Who, yeah, you'll say it off air. <laughs> I, I, I'll, you'll say the names off air, but even I don't even know the names you're thinking of right now. But I'll probably think nine times out of ten, there are people that wouldn't be able to get up there and do their own thing on the stage by themselves anyway. No, because they're better at talking smack rather than getting up there and being that, that, yes. right? And and that's why you and I, yeah. uh, this has been one set, by the way. I'm Jim Green. This is my best friend, Anthony Irvin. Welcome to one set. <laughs> one set. <laughs> yeah, it, 
it, it's always the ones that will talk whoopsie and can't back it up but then they're like oh i can't and i'm i'm just going off the fact of what you're saying i'm not mad about it i'm just, i'm just making a joke out of it because we've both had those type of situations where people are always like i'm tired of seeing this person do this type of thing like we're 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 tired of seeing this person reveal their passion well what's your passion sitting around and doing nothing awesome cool 5 cents i uh, Hey, you know what we're tired of? You running your Whoopsie. mouth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and so, go, go sorry, ahead. But yeah, so, sometimes mini rant, talking, mini rant on my end. Yes. No, um, I hate that I CB'd you on that front. Um, no, it's all good. <laughs> I, I was just letting you know, like I was sitting there watching you do Calhoun tubs and there were people in front of me saying stuff. And I was just like, Oh, sorry. He's better prepared than you are. And you're testing out a skit today, four weeks into uh, V show rehearsal. Keep messing up. Right. <laughs> yeah, keep messing up, man. And that's the thing with cause. I think the fact that if he was able to bring you back every week, he at least liked the skit because that was my fear. The fact that he was just not going to like the skit and I was going to do a one and out, but he kept saying almost every week, Hey, can you do that again? Do that again. Let me see you do it again. So I'm like, he obviously has to like it, but then like, again, these people to just come up with something randomly and then like, and maybe they don't get it to come back again. Like, Oh, well, why does he get to do that? And then we don't get, it. cause you know, I had it prepared. I was better prepared and maybe, if you just were prepared, I just did mine better. So, um, you know, so let's talk about this. And I have a couple of friends um, that I made even after we graduated that would back me up on this. Um, yeah. Your, your consistency is what they wanted to follow through with. They were like, yes. hey, this guy, he showed up with this week one, did this skit, and then it was a comedy thing but he also wanted to play and show his talent and you showed up and was like I want to do this and we have attended multiple shows prior to that and have seen some things that we go uh, I think I'd rather go eat the worst food in my life and yeah <laughs> Wow, I got a timestamp that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah um, I'd probably rather have a <laughs> I'd rather have a wasabi smoothie than listen to your voice for about five minutes, okay? <laughs> Clip it. <laughs> Okay, let's get refocused, ladies and gentlemen. Um, a wasabi smoothie. Okay, uh, Anth, you won the episode. Comment below if that. we have anybody that would want to try that because it's definitely not, not going to be me and Jim. 
<laughs> but if we get 100 likes on this video, one of us will. And by one of us, oof, how do we determine oof. who is it rock, rock paper, paper scissors, scissors? <laughs> yes <Yep. laughs> if you have a there better idea if, if this if this youtube video gets 100 likes one of us will do it and and by god it's i hope it doesn't happen <laughs> wasabi soup oh my god soup I am just fortunate, and I had this conversation literally last night, um, and we were at Monday, April 24th, but like mm, 24 hours and some change ago because um, had bready, bready, breaded cauliflower. Wow. Five, six, Stop seven, it. eight. Stop it. <laughs> Get some help. Get some help. <laughs> um, breaded cauliflower. Wow, that's tough to say. Um, but we had like five different sauces presented in front of us. And I was just saying I am so grateful and happy that my palate allows for some spicy stuff not like excruciatingly spicy stuff but i can appreciate it yeah versus right, yeah. like I'm, versus, I'm the same way versus 10 years ago i could never do it i couldn't i tried so many times mm-hmm. i was just like nope just give me honey barbecue or teriyaki that's it <clears throat> no sauce yeah uh i mean being that i work with um a lot of Indian people, they've always busted my stones for not really liking a lot of hot and spicy food. So I've acquired a little bit of a taste to like certain foods because sometimes we'll have Indian food when we're having like luncheons and stuff. So I know the certain foods to go to and some foods that I know I'm like, OK, I probably won't like that. But then there's times where I'm like, all right, let me see if I if I try this. But if it's too hot, then I'm like xnay out i'm done with that one but there are some choice ones but again like you said i'm not a big spice person i don't mind a kick a kick's good at times but when it's like scorching hot i I don't uh take that as like uh something to be appetizing like it's just more just spoils the whole meal for me dude should we should we end this with a couple hypothetical uh, Disney alternative endings? <laughs> I mean, that could be an episode entirely in itself. But in let's self, yeah. Um, let's do three each, and then you can find us on Patreon and suggest what you would like to hear from us about the alternative endings for certain movies that you would request to hear our alternative endings for. Cool? Okay. Hit us up on the Gmail, people. Gmail. Okay. Number one, uh, where I lost myself (laughs) almost an hour ago, (laughs) (laughs) was... (laughs) Wow. Imagine if Ursula turned herself into the human and married Eric. And then the little mermaid just 
didn't get there in time. I mean, I'm I'm gonna give you I'm like because I have an answer to it, and I hope people love it. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I want to give ever like our audience and you time to think about what's the answer, right? <laughs> Pardon me. All right, I set my timer for a minute. Okay, Ursula marries Eric. What does Ariel do after the fact? Right. Alternate ending. 44, 43. AE. What do you think, Ant? I would think, obviously, with Ursula, uh, again, with Eric, she would be able to control Eric because she had some type of control over him at that that point. So (laughs) either she would try to erase... Um, the little little mermaid out of his mind, so she he would go back to like not really remembering her. Or obviously, we would eventually just get a more elongated fight scene between the little mermaid or Ariel and uh, Ursula. Eventually, okay. Timer went off. I love the elongated. Not gonna idea lie, because- I literally thought you played a xylophone there. <laughs> Because <laughs> it literally, you look down at your phone and all I heard was diddle do 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 do. Timer went no. off. <laughs> I have um. Wow, I can't. Can I say um? I can't say. I'll say it off air. Uh, this alarm is very much when I hear it. In the morning, it wakes me up, and I'm like, oh, snap. I hate you, snooze, for an hour and a half, and then I get my day started. Okay? Yeah. All right. Um, the elongated storyline, I I love that, honestly, because that and is— And I just made it, like— like actually like I want to edit something what I just said with the with the battle scene uh of having, you know, Ariel and her family, you know, the king and like all her family versus Ursula and her, you know, evil eel people and everything. That I, would be an awesome ending. I love that to pieces, honestly. Do you want yeah. me to timestamp that? Uh I think we were at like 59. So when you're scrolling through and doing the post stuff, you can find that. That's even fine. Yeah. So So, that would be a really cool ending to that. Like, you know, so Ursula does end up marrying Eric. Eric marries Ursula, which ends up forming a battle between uh, Ariel and Ursula, her people versus their people, alternate ending. I... I f- mm. <laughs> I Whoopsie. love you, honestly. Because <laughs> <laughs> seriously, um, like that to me, uh, is just it's un- bueno. It's it is. <laughs> <laughs> And we're not even going to talk about that thing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, it's just a reminder of 
number one, um, I have watched you be like, hey, cut. I, I hate to say cut and try, but you're playing life like, hey, I need to do this, 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 this. And now, like, having watched you have so much fun and dive into your creativity, especially like meme hunting, and I send you all this stuff, and now you're like, yeah, let me get him with this one. It's that just, that just, <laughs> yeah, that just crushed me. Okay. Um, so for me, um, I would say, um, for Little Mermaid, I would say, um, tie it into the Titanic and then I'll never let go. I'll, I'll never let go. I would just have, um, Ariel save Leonardo DiCaprio and then just drown Kate Winslet and be like, <laughs> you don't deserve this. Whoopsie. Yeah. <laughs> and then, she never and, liked you anyway. <laughs> and, and then Leonardo DiCaprio continues, continues on to be uh, who he is today. Um, and Kate Winslet gets to do no more movies ever because of the little mermaid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So that's my take alternate on that ending one. And uh, alternate career, <laughs> alternate uh, ending and an alternate career. <laughs> oh, iceberg right ahead. Uh, Leo, you'll be fine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, iceberg right ahead. Oh, it's a metaphor for your career. Whoopsie. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. What- this is fun. I love Dude, it. <laughs> we're literally doing one more of these and then everything else goes to Patreon. Um, okay. Yeah. Because the next one is The Lion King. All right, here we go. And I think we talked slightly about the one you're about to say. So let's go. Unless you've thought of another scenario. No, my scenario is long live the king and Scar tries to throw Musafa off, but Musafa's like, no, I am the Whoopsie. king. Whoopsie. And then he jumps Muf- up and Muf- throws Scar Mufasa, off. Mufasa, by the way. But yeah. What did I say? Musafa. It's Mufasa. But yeah, you got it. Oh, Jesus. Uh, let's cut that one out. And uh, three. Okay, cut. Okay, cut. <laughs> And this is why the live episodes, yikes, Ready? are going to be great. <laughs> yeah, because we're going to keep f- messing up, up, and our audience <laughs> is going to be like, oh, and we're going to be like, hey, mom, what's up? <laughs> um, okay, let me try Oh, that. they're still good raw. <laughs> All right, so let's think about the Lion King. When Scar throws his claws in Mufasa's forearms, and he says, long live the king. And then everything gets dark, and we're like, 
what's about to happen? Mm -hmm. So alternate ending, and this is middle of the movie, but it's pivotal because if Mufasa jumps up and throws Scar down, and it was like, no! And then all of the antelope scamper off. And then Simba turns up and is like, Dad, Uncle Scar is dead. <laughs> Dad, Dad. <laughs> and then, and then Mufasa's like, Yeah, no, I hate it. You're not actually my biological son. That was your dad. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> I love it. Yeah, see, uh, patreon.com. I love it. Slash one set pod, and we will do all of this. Um, because yeah. uh, running away from the hyenas is whoopsie. Because, um, <laughs> <laughs> because Mufas is like, no need. Uh, he, he just. Okay, I gotta edit that one out. Um, no. one hundred seven. <laughs> <laughs> but y- yes, people, we will do a extra episode in the next week about these extra ones. So we're giving you these two. We'll continue this Lion King on Patreon. Make sure you guys subscribe because this is gonna be fun. We'll do an extra little bit on the Lion King. We'll do a couple. And even if you're watching this right now, give us a list of Disney movies that you would love to have an alternate ending for. And if you have an alternate ending for, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it on the Patreon or we'll talk about those alternative endings and make our own. So there you go. You want some more exclusive content from the One Set Bros? Sign up to the Patreon right now for as low as $3 a month. Uh, Anth. Uh, all the love to you. Thank you so much uh, to our listeners. All the love thank to you, you for, brother. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, this has been one set of the love, right? Yes. See you guys on the next episode. <laughs>